Welcome to CooperCast, an episode of Go Ask Out Listener Questions. This is your host, Al's xylophone, John Sachs. We answer questions about working on Dylan's album, Under the Red Sky, Al getting tweaked with musical feedback from Dylan, life around Clive Davis at Columbia, and the great percussionist Bobby Hall. Of course, Nelly the dog follows each segment with canine input of her own. This is something we have not talked about, uh, which is your participation on Dylan's album, Under the Red Sky. I don't even remember that by title. Well, I know you were there because I looked it up in two places. And he says, uh, produced by Don Was in 1990, well-known players including George Harrison, Slash, Bruce Hornsby... Elton John, David Lindley, who also just passed away, by the way. Oh, I didn't know that. Jimmy and Stevie Vaughan, and Al Cooper. So, do you, were you a lot on Under the Red Sky? <clears throat> I don't even remember it. <laughs> well, he says one of the songs, Wiggle Wiggle, was named by Time Magazine in a list of 10 terrible records by great artists. And apparently a lot of people have said that Wiggle Wiggle is among the worst things that Dylan ever did. Well, tell that to Don was. <laughs> yeah. There are some critics who really hate Under the Red Sky, and then there's a few who actually think it's pretty good. So, I don't know. What do you think the ratio is? I don't even remember it. Yeah, well, that... that... I don't even remember... Don was producing it, right, and me playing on it. Well, you were there. I can't tell you which songs you played on because that doesn't well, show well, up I anywhere. Mean, I, I couldn't even tell you the, the name of the album till you said it. So that uh, he has the question: What is remembered about the Red Sky sessions? And the answer is nothing. Nothing, <laughs> which is um, it's not a good sign about the record. And that was the period in which I particularly myself was tuned out of Dylan because he was turning out records that were not memorable, to me anyway. I think I've said this before. Well, well, one of the keys to producing him mm. was to not produce him. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know what Don Was did because I don't remember. Yeah. But th- that was definitely one of the keys to producing him. Let him do his thing. Yeah. That's what Tom Wilson did. Yeah. And, to, and, and Johnston, too. Yes. Largely. Right. Yes. Right. Right. And they were sort of two kings of doing that yeah. as producers. Yeah. Clearly, Don Was was trying to put his stamp on it in some way. Well, I, I don't know that. I, I can't say that. Yeah. Because I don't remember it. I think I read somewhere about that whole thing, and it was very, very difficult. It took months. and uh, uh, But apparently Dylan was busy doing something else, either on tour or something like that. Don was. Uh, came over for dinner here. Oh, really? Yeah. And he was sitting in the chair you're sitting in now. Uh and that was the last time I saw him. What was your connection with him such that he came over to have dinner here? Well, we played um, on Bills together. 
Oh, okay. When they when they were first starting. All right. And uh, and uh, and we liked each other's music, and we liked each other. Okay. So we became friends. Let me. Uh... Then then when he got big big. Yeah. It was it was too big for me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an interesting one. This is from, again, his uh, PKBY, PKBYA at his, his email. Uh, he says... She says. He says. Well, I don't know. In the documentary film Bob Dylan Never Ending Tour by Winston Watson, 2009, Winston recalls a moment in Liverpool on June 6, 1996. Dylan introduces the musicians... And our special guest today, Al Cooper. The film goes on, and then uh, Dylan said, "In the I haven't seen this film." Dylan says, "Hey, that thing you're doing there, Al. Maybe you could do something else, something a little better." And with incredulity, Winston remembers. Uh, I was shocked. I don't think many people say to Al Cooper, can you play something better? I don't think that um, many many people get advice from Bob Dylan. That's right. Does this ring true that Dylan might have actually said to you at some point, can you play something better, Al? Many times. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, see, I didn't realize Either that. Either liked it or didn't like it. Well, he said turn the organ up, the famous four words, but then other times you would say, I don't like that, play something better. Yeah? Different. Different. Was this Dylan's sense of humor or code for him telling Al he wanted something else? It was him telling he wanted something else. I don't think it was sense of humor. When you're making a record, right. it's not particularly funny. He says uh, that the film, Bob Dylan Never Ending Tour, can be rented on Apple TV for $4.99 if people want to go see it. So. Am I in it? I think so, yeah. I think you're in it because Dylan introduces you and then gives you a little bit of a hard time. So Now, I, I don't know if we asked this well, before. Well, putting on my website. Yeah. <laughs> So, Especially um, the hard time. William says, four unrelated questions. We may not do all four of them, but the first question is, how did Clive Davis impact your career at Columbia and thereafter? He didn't fire me. <laughs> he let you do your thing. He yeah. hired you and he let you do your thing. Yes. Okay. I was amazed that he hired me. Yeah, and stuck with you. Well, I I I did good there. Yeah, I mean, you did super session there. Yeah, that was, so, the, fir that was the first thing I did. Right, and it was the uh, most successful thing I ever did in my life. Yeah, right. Yeah, playing. I mean, for, as an artist. Right, right. Did you see him a lot when at Columbia? If I needed to. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I got the job, I went, uh, before I started work, I went to England. Yeah. On vacation. Right. 
I figured I'd get that out of my system. Yeah. And I'd never been yeah. to England. Is that the trip where you brought back the Zombies record and gave it and brought it to Clive? Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I was leading up to. Yeah, actually, well, we have a whole episode about how Al uh, shepherded the Zombies uh, back to the United States. And, was, and they were grateful and they brought you on stage. <laughs> Second question, this is, I'll go to read it. If, to me, it sounds bizarre, but maybe not. As a touring musician, have you ever been required to sign a non-disclosure agreement with a band leader or his or her management company? An NDA? Does that even show up in rock? I don't even know what that is. Like if you, when you're doing a business deal with people and they tell you what their concept is, you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. I never heard of such a thing. I didn't think so. Okay. Percussionist. Bobby Hall has played on many recordings, including Dylan Street Legal. Did you ever record Bobby Hall? Many times. Many times. Okay. She was, uh, um, I believe, the, the Los Angeles uh, percussionist of note. Interesting. And she was uh, a great gal. Yeah. A black woman. Uh-huh. And... Um, and great to work with and very talented and so it was no accident that she was at the top of her field it's interesting because just when you think about drummers there aren't a lot of... she wasn't a drummer oh he says drummer percussionist she was yes. percussionist which is all right she I played didn't hire her to play drums she okay so what did she typically play percussion Whatever was necessary. Meaning, like, specifically what instruments would she be playing then? Tambourine. Okay. Uh, bongos. Okay. Uh, stuff like that. Right, not a drum kit, but a specific instrument. Right, I'm sure she could play a drum kit, but that's not what she specialized in. Okay. Cool, all right. The one, two, three, fourth question. We all know about the Bo Diddley beat. Uh, people use that as a term, the Bo Diddley beat. What shorthand phrase would you want to describe your organ style unlike a Rolling Stone? Uh, would you call it the Cooper Whirl, Cooper Cool, or D.B. Cooper? <laughs> what? I, mean, I would call it none of that. Do you have a shorthand for your organ style? Yeah, it sounds like Al Cooper. Ah, okay. Hmm. That's the only thing I can think because uh, for whatever reason, it, it became, I think mostly because of uh, uh, Highway 61 and Bond on Bond. Mm -hmm. And um, lately they've put um, outtakes on um, the internet. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. From uh, uh, Bond on Bond. Yeah. And so you hear like um, the beginning of recording, I want you. Right. And it's so different from the actual take. Okay. Well, Dylan, over the last 
20, 30 years, has put out an enormous number of kind of basement albums, albums of, of <laughs> out, well, of outtakes and, 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 and so forth. I mean, there are, I bought the box set of the outtakes from, I think it's from mostly Highway 61, and there's the one where you can hear. There's a bunch of them up on the wall there. Right. You can actually hear Tom Wilson say to Al Cooper, Al, what are you doing in there on one of those? Yeah, it's. I think uh, uh, take four of like a Rolling Stone. Yeah. What are you doing in there? Uh, hey, what are you doing in there? And everybody laughed. Right. They were wondering too. This has been CooperCast, another Go Ask Al episode brought to you by Bongo Drums. Give us questions for Al at alcooper.com on the CooperCast page.